Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Oh, I can't feel you. Hallelujah. It's a new year. I said it's a new year. It's a new year. Hallelujah. Hey. 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 This new year is a good year. I'm saying it's your year too. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you for 2024. It looked as though we will not make it. But Lord, in your wisdom, in your mercies, in your goodness, in your forgiveness, you have found a reason to include us and to bring us into this new year. We lift our voices and we lift our hands and we say thank you. Thank you, Father, for what you have done. Thank you for bringing us to where we stand. We don't take it for granted. It's your mercies. It's your goodness. It's your grace. It's your forgiveness. Your loving kindness that has not allowed us to be judged for us to be standing where we are. We say, to you alone be the glory. To you alone be the honor. To you alone be the praise. Let all we have and whatever amount to never cease to praise your holy name. Father, we thank you. Even as you've brought us into this new year, we know you have purposes for our lives. We know that there's a good reason why we did not die. You did not take us off the scene. Therefore, we pray that have mercy on us and show us grace. And Lord, help us to fulfill your purpose and to do your will and to finish it. That we also can say with Jesus when with Paul that it is finished. May we be able to say that it is finished when our time comes for us to step into eternity. We give you glory and we give you honor. We give you praise and we give you the adoration. This morning we say, have your way. Grant us understanding hearts. May we not be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God, we love you. Have your way in Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. 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 Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Turn to the person sitting by you, smile to the person and tell the person you've made it. 
Oh, smile with that smile. It's too early to frown. Look, it's too early in the year to look tense. The year is very young. You are not allowed not to be happy. Smile to the person and say, you've made it. Tell the person, here we are. Here we are. In 2024. In 2024. Tell the person, can you believe it? And listen, God has also placed you in one of the world's um, tourist destinations. You are right here in Cape Town. My God! Give the person a high five and say, my God! Are you touring the city? All right. Hallelujah. Well, we thank God for bringing us to 2024. It's such a blessing. Many people have tried to see this day, but they couldn't. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. But God in his mercies has included us in those who must be here today. Hallelujah. Amen. And we are grateful for that. Amen. Amen. And this year has been declared as our year of work. Tell somebody, it's my year of work. Tell another person, it's your year of work. Hallelujah. So in the year of work, you work. Is that, is that not it? Yes, there is nothing, I mean, hidden about it. There is no, if you thought that we have worked as a church, it's no work than cost 90. We are now starting the work. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Are you here? Yes. So the whole church is the seed that God is about to plant for a harvest. This is not the tree, and this is not the fruits. The whole church is the seed that God is about to sow. Hallelujah. So if you are here, you need to tell yourself that, look, you have been located at the right place to work. Hallelujah. Are you there? Okay, so I'm going to talk about our year of work, a year of work. Hallelujah. So number one. Number one, as I work, as I work for the Lord, as I give myself to work for the Lord, I shall have a better life. Tell somebody, I shall have a better life than those who rest and sleep. So write it that way. As I give myself to the Lord, and work, I shall have a better life than those who rest and sleep instead of working for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. I'm looking for somebody. Is that Zach? From Auckland. Our. Sarabat. Can you wave? Oh, wow. Good to see you. We have one of our brothers coming all the way from Auckland. Do you know where Auckland is? Say you'll be there. And he's come to Cape Town to see around to rest, but he's in church on Sunday. Anytime you travel, make sure you are in church. Amen? We'll see you after church. You'll bring greetings to the brethren. Amen. Amen. 
So as you give yourself to the Lord, mm, you shall have a better life. Write it this way. You, I will have a better life than those who rest and sleep instead of working for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Exodus chapter 20 verse number 9. Exodus chapter 20 verse number 9. Can we go there? Turn your Bibles with me to Exodus chapter 20 verse 9. The Bible says, Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work. Go to verse number 10. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, uh, man nor thy handmaiden, nor thy castle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. Verse number 11, continue. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the, the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Amen. The Bible says from Exodus chapter 20, verse number 9, it says, Six days, tell somebody, Six days. Six days. You shall hold. Do all your work. Maybe because of the King James, you are not seeing it. Can we go to NLT? So, there are people here who have not passed the matric. So, the level of English. Hmm? Their English is not good at the time. Okay. Can we read it together? One go. You have six days each week for your ordinary work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath day of the rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. 11. For in six days the Lord made heaven, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. But on the seventh day, he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. Go to verse number 12. Honor your father and mother, then you will live long, full of life, in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Amen. Amen. I wanted us to read the 12 so you will understand. Now, when you read Esther chapter 20, this is when God was giving, it contains, Esther chapter 20 contains the laws that shall not kill. So if you go to verse number 8, verse number 7, you see that 8 is, God is giving the laws. Can you see the 8? Remember to observe the Sabbath day and keep it. Go to verse number 7. Then you notice that God was giving the law, the instruction. How many remember the Ten Commandments? You must not what misuse the name of 
the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. In the King James, he said, that shall not what? Go to King James. Uh, you, 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 are, you are a New Testament person. You don't, you don't know the laws. <laughs> Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. How many have heard that? So one of the laws that God was given is that we are made to work. We are made to work that in six days, out of the seven days, you must work. Hello? Six days out of the seven, you must work. And one of the days is the resting day. Are you here? So if you are not doing that, you've already, you, you will not do well. Yeah. The reason why God has prospered is that he worked for six days and rested one day. But some of us, some of us are not following God. We rest for six days and we work one day. Tell somebody, work is better than rest. If rest was better than work, God would have rested six days and would have worked only one day. Are you here? So when you have any given time or period, how much work should you do? You need to multiply whatever time you have by six over seven, six servants. Do you understand? God has seven days, but he used six days to work and rested in, on the one day. Have you done arithmetic ratio? Hmm? This is simple ratio. One is to six. Do you understand? So when we want to calculate the time of the one, it's one over the sum of one and six, which is seven. Multiplied by whatever time you have. If we want to know the portion of the six, it's six over the sum of the one and six. Multiplied by... Oh, you did math late. <laughs> you did math late. Ah, this is normal. This is arithmetic. We've not started math. This is ratio, proportions. We are not doing math. This is not quantitative, the X, the Y, integration. No, no. This is just arithmetic. So if you are already confused, then take your phone. So let's see the percentage of work. Any given time. Any given time. Six over seven times hundred. What is the answer? 85.7. Oh, you can also do it. I don't want to confuse you. I, I was coming to say, do 600 divided by 7, but I know that some people who have problems. So you just, <laughs> if you round it off 86. So when God had uh, seven days, he worked for six days and rested one day. That is 85.7%. So any given time, hello, any given, that's why God is prosperous. Look at all the things that he has created. But when you look at you and God, you see that you are not as effective or prosperous as God. Because you, you love to rest, you, you love to sleep. But God did not rest more than working. Hallelujah. 
and you notice that work is better. Work is better. That is why many people have traveled. That's why many people uh, are moving to Europe. They are going to U.S. They are going. Look at the number of people, our brothers and sisters who have died in the sea trying to cross. Somebody told me that if they bring the slave uh, uh, ship, if they bring the slave ship to the west coast of Africa, it's no slave that they will have. Doctors, engineers, and lawyers, they will, they will, be, they will offer themselves to be the slave. When they bring the slave ship today, why? People want to go and work because people don't have work to do. Hello? That should tell you that even all our life, the school you are going to, you are preparing to work. You are doing everything you are doing. You just want to have a better work. So it's like part of our being, we are made to work. God created Adam and Eve and put them in the garden and said, keep it and chill it. Work, work. That is why when a man is not working, he's not happy. Are you there? Yes, yeah, if you are not working, you will never be happy. Even if they give you money, you notice that it's not money. You need something meaningful, something to use your life for. Are you there? Yeah, it's only a type of lazy person that when he goes to work and there's no work, he's happy. I mean, if you are the one, I need to pray for you. You go to work and there is no work. And you are expected to be paid at the end of the month. Hey, you are strange. That is why, look, when you see, I, I wish we can have pictures. The Mexican and uh, American border coming to Texas. Look, every single day, more than 10,000 people are crossing the border to the U.S. Single day. From the time Joe Biden took over, up to now, they are having millions of people who have crossed, who have crossed from coming to look for work. Some are dying. Some people want to work. And the work of a government is to create work. Government are assessed by how much work you've created. People have been to school, but they cannot work with the certificates. Hey, that's why if you don't take them, you want to travel to where you can have work. If you watch, most of, more than 90% of all the people traveling are looking for better work. Is that not it? Every morning, what makes people move is work. That is why when they sentence you to life imprisonment, they will give you a bed. They will give you your own uh, WC. Water closet. Your toilet will be there. And they will give you food three times a day. But you, you don't like it. They are paying you, they are feeding you to rest. Many people who are sentenced to life imprisonment would rather want to be uh, uh, killed than to have a life of rest. Because you are not made to rest. Are you here? So if you are here and you are the type that you turn on your bed like hinges, you are like a door. You never come off your bed. You are always, yeah. There's the caravan. 
a single day, all these people are going into U.S. to look for better work. Are you here? Hello? So you need to understand that work is better than rest. Hallelujah. So when you are in church and you are not engaged, you are not employed by God, you are not doing anything for God, then you have defeated the people for which God saved you. God saved us to save others. He told Moses, go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. And that instruction has not changed. Anyone that God lets you go of the worldly kingdom, God saves you. He saved you to save others. So you will serve him. Let my people go that the pastors may serve him. Sorry. Let my people go so that the prophet may serve him. Let my people go so that those who are interested will serve him. But when you come to the church, many people are pure warmers. Many people, the only thing they are doing, check, check, check the temperature of your seat. Yeah, many people, they just warm the seat. This is your contribution to the, to the kingdom of God, making the seat warm. This is your contribution. It is never intended to be so. Hallelujah. Jesus came. To work, he worked. He said, I must work the work of him that sent me. He, while it is day, the night is coming that no man can work. Hallelujah. Are you here? So ask the person sitting by, what have you been doing all this while? But do you know why many people cannot work? Unemployment is a function of bad skill or uh, uh, on. Education, when you are illiterate, when you are not educated, or you don't have employable skill, or you don't have uh, any developed skill, you will not be employed. In the same way, the church is full of unemployed people, people that God cannot use, because they don't have any skill in the reading of the Bible. They don't have any, they are not educated in the Bible. That's why we go to school, so that we can be educated to work. So when you have the Bible and you have also not read it, you are not educated, God cannot employ you. That's why there will be sinners in your workplace. There will be drug addicts in, on your streets. There will be people who need help. But because you are not educated, you cannot help. You need to be educated in the word of God. You need to know how to pray, even to pray for yourself, to pray for your family. You need to know how to lead somebody to receive Jesus Christ. You need to know how to break addiction in the lives of people. You need to use the, know how to use the word of God to counsel people. Because everybody has an idea. And we are all from different backgrounds. So if you have 20 people, you can have 20 different ideas. But which one should we take? Should be the word of God. That is why we need to be trained. We need to be educated. We need to acquire the skill of dealing with people. The skill of talking to people. The skill of helping people who need help, but they don't know that they they need help. Some people come to the church, they will even think that, 
you should thank them for, for coming to church. You are even fortunate that I'm here today. Just like how we were young, when our parents were taking us to school, when we were not happy with our parents, we would tell them, today I won't go to school, so that it will pain our parents. But we were being prepared to have gainful employment and to be able to read and to write. You see, that's when, you, when your mother is not happy, you ask that if you don't give me sweet, I won't go to school. How many have, have been there? Or not you know somebody. That person you know could be you also. You know yourselves. But you see, when you get to a place, we have matured students. You yourself, you notice that mature students, they cannot learn. They have children. When they are learning, you see that the children will be crying. The husband will be calling. The wife will be... But you know that you need education to increase your salary. That's why they are forcing, they are making... People who have not been to school can now learn even as mature people. Because without education, you cannot be employed. Hallelujah. And without education, you cannot be gainfully employed. Even when you are employed, you will not do much. If you don't read the Bible and you don't educate yourself in the Bible, even in the year of work, we cannot even give you toddlers, children, two years to take care of. What are you going to tell them? What are you going to tell them? Hello? So, look, even though it's a year of work, you cannot work without being educated. And there's only two ways to educate a person. The way to educate is either formal education or informal education. Hallelujah. Yeah. You can go to school formally or you educate yourself. Are you there? Because when you educate yourself, the knowledge you have will not fly away. So don't blame your father for not taking you to school. Now you are old enough. If you don't educate yourself, then your father did the right thing. He saw that you are not supposed to be educated. <laughs> if you cannot take yourself to school, then I suggest to you that your father, I mean, did the right thing for not taking you to school. Now you are at this age that you can take yourself to school. You can buy books and read. And you will not do it. You are still blaming your father for not taking you to school. I don't think that your father did the wrong thing. He saw right that, no, this guy. <laughs> I don't need to spend money on. Tell somebody, educate yourself. That is why we see people helpless, people in need, people sick. We cannot pray for them. We cannot counsel them. If we give you somebody to counsel in them, the marriage will collapse. I'm telling you, if we tell you, uh, counsel somebody's children, they will be truant. They will be wayward. They will all go astray. Because you are not, you don't have. You are always saying, my auntie says, my uncle says. And all these people you are mentioning, they have not even done well for themselves. And these are the people you are following. So the first thing, hello? How many wants to help me. If you want to help me this year to work, the first thing is have your quiet time. Read your, that is how. 
by you reading your Bible, having your quiet time, learning how to pray is the fact you do it, but do it for me. <laughs> Just as we go to school as though we are going to the school for our parents. How many uh, remember that when we went to school, we are doing something for our parents. Now, some of you, even your parents are dead. And some of your parents are, are alive. But when you get your pay, the first person that comes to your mind is not even your parents. The people who educated you and because of that you are working. They are not the first people that come to your mind. The first you eat, you eat. You eat very well. And if some is left, you have a lot of account. You've opened account for dresses, account for this, account for car account. Then you notice that now you can't even remit your parents. You know, the generation that we are coming after them, the parents, they are not like the parents of today. They gave birth to you as a sort of social security. <laughs> Are you here? It's not their fault. <laughs> yeah, they gave birth to you that, look, I'm giving birth, and these children, they will grow, and one day they will look after. But in today, today, if you want to get married, if you are a mother, you are a father, that shouldn't be your mind. Your mind should be that you would rather give your children, do, do you understand? When your son is getting married, you give your son a building, you give him a car, you give, you give something. Not that you are sitting down like your great-grandmother waiting for your children to... No. Hi, hi, hi. Hi. Hi, man. Hi, Butiman. You cannot do that. Hallelujah. But will you be able to be engaged? Will you be employed by God? Many of us don't do anything. Even we have people, our family people that we love, our parents who have spent everything on us, but we cannot help them because we are not educated in the word of God. We don't have skill of dividing the word of truth. If you, we leave you now, what you will say, it will end somebody's relationship, somebody's child. Do, do you understand? Yeah. Can see that somebody is in love with an unbeliever. You tell the person, oh, once he has money, it's okay. Are you here? So, uh, listen to me. In the year of work, we are going to work. Hallelujah. Are you here? And what percentage of your time should be used in working? 85.7. When you run it off, it's 86. And some of us, some of us, you know, if you are 30 years, are you here? I'm not even adding the first 10 years, if you are 30 years, and you have this doctrine of you need eight hours sleep to be normal. <laughs> Do you understand? If you are 30 years and you sleep, you slept eight hours a day, it means 10 years of your life you were asleep. Yeah, eight, eight is one-third of 24. Yep. Oh, you don't know that? Hello? Those who did math, I'm explaining it again. Eight hours. Okay, 24 can be divided into three. 
and we'll have eight equal portions. Is that not it? Yeah, 24. So if you sleep, I'm not even including weekends that you sleep 12 hours. <laughs> so if you are churchy, I'm, I'm, but is it from age one to 10? When you are from age one to five, that one day you were sleeping 22 hours. You eat and sleep. So I can tell you that some of us, if you are church, more than 20 years of your, you were asleep. Yeah. That, that is why there is, there is nothing. That's why there's nothing. For you, darkness is to sleep. When you see the dark, even if it's cloud, is coming to you, need to sleep. You've, you. But look, look, in the whole world, there is no rich person. There's no one who has done well by sleeping uh, 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 12 hours, 8 hours. You, yeah, and God has been very fair. He's given everybody 24 hours a day. The most precious commodity is time. Some people, they are one hour of their time. Have you taken your car to a mechanic before? Hello? Have you taken your car to a mechanic? I see you having a car. Because I have a pastor, I don't have a car. Receive a car. And your car, you will not let people who did, uh, uh, what do you call it, brick laying, service it. You take it to a mechanic in the name of Jesus. Some people, one hour of their time is 200. There are people here when they work an hour, they pay them 25. Uh, what? Should I use dollars or rand? Rand. Rand. 25 rand. An hour. You divide, divide your eight hours. If you are working, divide. You notice that your, the rate that they pay you for an hour is very small. And it's because you have not educated yourself. But take your thing to also a mechanic. Some of them, one hour of their time is 1,500. Go to a, a lawyer. Some lawyers, one hour of their time is 3,005. Go to a doctor, a specialist. Just the consultation is 2,005, even if it's 15 minutes. Even if it's 15 minutes. They have not found out what is wrong with you. Just to. I'm telling you that when you don't educate yourself, even the 24, the most precious resource that God has given us, yours will be cheap. Your hourly rate is so cheap because you have no... What can you do within an hour? So the more you educate yourself, the more... I'm talking about work, the year of work. Because you can give somebody 24 hours, he can do almost nothing. But you can give somebody two hours and he will do a lot. Almost nothing. Whatever you do, somebody will have to even come and correct it and all that. So in this year, I'm telling you, you need to develop yourself so that your hourly rate will increase. Hallelujah. Yeah, when somebody engage you for 30 minutes, the person's life must change. Amen. When you come, somebody comes into contact with you for just 15, the information, the knowledge, the understanding, the person must move from a, a, a region of unknown to a known. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. There are people that when I speak to them, I, I can see that when I met this person, I did not know this. But as I'm living, it's like that with prophets. I always see that I accumulate a lot of understanding and a lot of knowledge. Yeah. Because you are skilled. You are learned in the word of God. You know how to divide it. If not, look, you cannot even lead three people to heaven. If not, you cannot help anybody even to be born again. Even your own children being sick, you cannot help them. You will take. That's why you, you take the people you love so much to somebody who doesn't love them for the person to help. Because the person has developed his mind, has knowledge, has skill to help people you love that they don't love, then you pay them. So this year, the year of work, you cannot work without knowledge. Yeah, that's why you, many have traveled. You see, January is, is here. Many are going to come from Limpopo, come from KZN, come from Eastern Cape, leave the comfort of their rooms and come and rent a small room in Cape Town just for even a drunkard to be talking to them so that they can be educated. So that what will happen? So they can be employed. So they can, they can uh, have employable skills. And gains a certain understanding. Hallelujah. I see you working well this year. You will have understanding. You will have knowledge. In the name of Jesus. And you will love work more than rest. A church like ours, you come here, you are not a basenter leader. A church that everybody is given the privilege to do something for God. When you go to some churches, it's the pastor, the wife. The, the pastor is in charge and the wife is his assistant. Nobody does anything. But in our church, even when you come today, you are given something to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Because God wants to engage you. God wants to employ you. You need to work for God. Hallelujah. Amen. And this year, I see you working for God. Amen. I say, I see you working for God. Amen. You will divide the word of truth. Amen. You will share the word with people. You tell people what they need to do. You pray for people. You pray even for the church. You pray for your work. You pray for your bosses. You pray for your family. You pray. You will know. You will know. Some people you pray, but the prayer is never answered because you don't know how to pray. Yeah, that is why you can have it. It's prayer is like uh, uh, being a lawyer. You can have a case. The lawyer is not there, but you tell the lawyer. And the lawyer will present your case at the court for you. Yeah, often the things that you are going through, the pastor is not there. But he knows how to talk to God. But this year you are learning how to do that. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Number two. I'm trying. Number two. Work shall be my satisfaction and happiness. Tell somebody... Work shall be my satisfaction and happiness. John chapter 4, verse number 34. Even before we read this, let me, let me say this. Those who don't work and they are happy not working. When you don't work and you are happy not working, you are still in wilderness. When God was taking the 
Israelites from Egypt, where did he say he was taking them? He said he was taking them to the promised land. A land that would be flowing with what? Milk and honey. But before they got to the promised land, you remember they were in the wilderness. What happened in the wilderness? In the wilderness, one of the things that happened is that they did not work. Manna rained from heaven. So anytime you see that you are eating without working, you are in the wilderness. When they got to the promised land, the manna ceased. I thought that when they got to the promised land, that is when they should have no. Anytime you are having free things, you are in the wilderness. Anytime you are eating without farming. When they got to the promised land, they began to farm. They began to plant. They did. But when you are not working, you are eating. Like mama is, people send you money, you don't work, uh, you are in a wilderness. You are far from being free. Hello? How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, but many people, you see, when you are lazy and your mind turns into poverty, you think that when you don't work and you are eating, it's a good life. Ask the person sitting by, do you know anybody whose mind works like this? Or you are the one pastor is talking about? I'm telling you, one of the things that happened in the wilderness is that they never worked. Everything was free. Manna came every morning. Manna came every morning. Manna came every morning. Manna came every morning. And they had school for meat. And manna, they just go and fetch it. They did not work. For 40 years, they were moving in the wilderness. Some of you are telling you, you have no work. Still, your old mother is looking after you. You are in the wilderness. The day you enter the promised land, the day you enter the promised work, you notice that the manna, free things will cease. Now you need to plant before you eat. You need to plant and God will bless. That's where your produce will increase. It's not a good life. It's not a, a life that you are not working. A life that you are not. Are you a thief? Even thieves think that they are working. Hallelujah. So when you study the Bible, you notice that not working and eating is it's, it's a type of strange difficulty in wilderness. You have not gotten to where you are going. It's not the blessed land. It's not the promised land. The promised land, God did not promise that you will not labor. Look everywhere. Bible said that he will bless the work of your hand. He wants you to do something. Hallelujah. Then God will bless it. If you are doing nothing, he will multiply the nothing. It will be nothingness. The nothingness will continue. The wind becomes a whirlwind. He will multiply anything you are doing. Hallelujah. So from today, I'm telling you, after this service, begin to find out, what can I do? Lady pastor, what can I do? Can I, you, you can, if, if you don't know what to pray, come, we'll put you together, give you the prayer topic, and you will pray for yourself and for your family. Everybody must do something. Hallelujah. Number two. 
I'm trying. Work shall be my satisfaction and happiness. I'm taking my time. Maybe I can end with this. John chapter 4, verse number 34. The Bible says, Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, my meat, the source of joy, or my food, the source of nutrients. Hallelujah. That's anyone who is not working is not happy. Anyone who is not working. Some, some people are happy to go to work because we have something called job enrichment. Job satisfaction. Hallelujah. If you, are, if you are not working, you'll be bored. Yeah. One day, if, if you marry, you want your wife to be a housewife. Look, let her go out and come. Going out and coming, she will have to dress up. And, do you understand? If not, you come and see somebody who... Uh, do you understand? You will see a Rastafarian in the house. Because I'm telling you... you and the people who don't go and come, they can have problems for you. Because they are always sitting down. They have a lot of time to analyze. They have, a, I'm telling you, somebody is not working. It's, he, he won't, he, you can easily become his, his or her prisoner. Hey, you've closed. It closed at 5. 5.30, you should have been here. Why are you coming 6? But if you are also working, by the time you come, you are tired, she is tired. So actually, work was... <laughs> there is no fighting. The little time you have, you want to spend it peacefully. But when you have excess time, you begin to find all the faults. So even if you, you have enough money to let your wife be a housewife, let her go out, dress and go out and come so that you take your Bob Marley wig away and wear something. <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah. Your, your work will be the source of what? Happiness and satisfaction. Because work, hmm? Jesus said, my food, my meat, do you, do you understand? My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Yeah. Most of you, when you get meat, yeah. when you get meat, your ears get closes. No, you, you don't hear things. When you get the food that you like, see how you sit and you relax. It's like, yeah. You have your Maguinha beggar with liver inside. So here, Jesus had been preaching and all the apostles knew that he was tired. So they went to bring him, they went to buy food. So one of the apostles... They divided themselves. One went to KFC, brought uh, uh, Twister and Streetwise. One went to McDonald's. One went to Burger King. Where again did they? Subway. Ocean. They all brought all the things. 
and one also went to Kailicha for Chisenyama. Town two. And the other one brought locally made magunya with liver inside the magunya. Assorted he could choose from. And when he came, Jesus was still talking to the Samaritan woman. Was talking, he said, ah, but you were hungry. You were tired hungry. He said, this is my meat. When I, I am working, when I'm saving, that is what brings me, some of you, Mm? The way morning when you see food, <laughs> you, you, see, you forget that there is even future. <laughs> if we want you to be happy, we should just serve you with food. You, you, if you are sick, it means you've not eaten. If you are not happy, it means you are hungry. All your our conditions are related to lack of nutrients and lack of food in the system. When you are angry, it means you are not full. When you are stressed, it means you don't know what to eat. And when you are feeling depressed, it means you don't have money to buy food. I, yeah. This is all your, there's nothing, not like my future, my career, everything. And Jesus said that my meat, what makes me happy, what makes me joyful, what brings me satisfaction is to do the will, hallelujah, to do the will of my father who sent me and to finish his work. Not just to work, but to finish the work. Some of you, you are learning for exams. You have not finished what you need to learn. They say you are sleeping to wake up. And you know, me and you, we know that when you sleep, when you sleep, you are not able to wake up. And even when you wake up, you are slow butcher. You are, it takes almost an hour to, to come alive. It's like something that we need to defrost. You have woken up, you go to the washroom, you stand in the washroom, forgotten that you were there to brush your teeth. <laughs> Unless the time is going to say, hey, that now, then it's like, and you want to sleep and wake up, that's how you filled all your exams. <laughs> Even when you sleep, alarm is not able to wake you up. <laughs> alarm, the alarm will ring. You will be disturbing everybody, but you yourself, you can't hear the alarm. You, when you sleep, you are like a dead person. <laughs> are you here? Yes, Bishop. Yeah. But Jesus said, my meat is to do the work. Hallelujah. This year you shall work. And when you work, you have happiness. You have satisfaction. If you are not working and you are satisfied, then you are a lazy person. I'm telling you. You are not working. You are not working. And you, it doesn't worry you. Or I had a guy who was working and earning, I think, 300 a week. I said, this one is not a, a work. Get a person. Oh, pastor. It's, it's a work. <laughs> you are earning 300 a week. And your transportation is like, 250. What are you doing? 
I said, look for a better one. He was telling that pastor, you are saying I'm not working. Meanwhile, I'm working. I said, what you are working is not to work. Hey, are you here? Yeah, and if you go to work and you come back with your strength intact, no, then you have, you have no work. When you come from work, you see the, the, the attribute of work, exertion. You are, you, you are spent. Yeah, you can see that energy level has become low. Hey! Then you are working. Every aspect of your faculty is involved. You are working. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Yeah. When Sunday, Sunday you are a pastor, you come, you need, but before we church starts, you should have gone mobilizing your people. You pray through the night. You need to come to church Sunday morning, morning before the church starts. You are already tired. Because you are praying eight hours through the night. Praying for the members. Praying, Lord, deliver them from... You come, your eyes are red, you are already tired. But you come, you have not prayed. Hey, it doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that at all. You come, you close, you are, your strength is intact. No work done. Hallelujah. But in this year of work, you will be satisfied. Do you know, when the happiness, as you work, you, 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 you have money. You will be able to afford anything. God would have, the, the Bible said, Jesus, anything he wanted, God gave it to him. Because he was working, fulfilling the will of the Father and finishing his work. Finish it. Some of us, we work, but we never finish it. There are people whose value are very high. They are able to complete a project. You know, no matter how much you work, if a project is completed, it's useless. So you need to become a skillful person that whatever you start, you are able to bring it into a conclusion. Some people start, they do something, but cannot be used. Yeah. You will pay somebody who can complete anything three times. That's why we have survivors. Survivors are taking half of the, half of the money that people are Giving the people is supervising. If we are supposed to be giving 20,000, 10 of you, 10 of you, 20,000, but you cannot do and complete it, we say, okay, we'll give you 15. Then the five, five times 10 will be hot. Yeah, we'll give somebody 50 to control you to finish the work because you don't work well. So you take 15. Then all the 50 will give to one person to control. He is not doing the work, but to be your tax master, to ensure that you work. Because there are people also, they work. Eye service and main places. When their bosses are not there, they will be lazing about and whistling. <laughs> when they see the boss, no, then they begin to. When you do like that, you are not working. Just like some of us over here. That you know the things you are learning will not come in the exams. You are learning the easy place definition of, uh, you know that it will not come. You know that this thing that you are, you you, you are just satisfying yourself that you are doing something. You are defining, uh, what what do you call it, Uh, international market. You know that all this thing will not come. 
But the question is that you don't understand, that you need to work to understand. That one you have not touched. Are you here? Your me shall be to, to do the will of the Father and to finish it. Tell somebody, I'm a finisher. I finish what I started. Whatever I put my hand to, I complete it in the name of Jesus. Say that I work perfectly and I complete my task in record time. I don't have bad habits when it comes to working. I'm a good worker. And I'm going to work. And I'm going to work this year. This year. And I will be happy. And I'll be happy. And I will be satisfied. Because I work well. Hallelujah. Amen. You are not working and you are happy. Maybe you don't know what is what is happening. And you are not even a child. You are getting to 36, a guy. 36-year-old guy, you are still sleeping by your mother's house. You are the last person to sleep and the first to wake up. When you watch here, then you take the center table, you put it somewhere. Then you lower your mat. (laughs) My brother, it's time for you to work. You have not developed a work. Work is not a bad thing. Do do you understand? Yeah, when you see somebody, hey, here. They will make you work. It's, you, you rather have some bad upbringing. Yeah. I, I, I knew somebody. I knew somebody. Every winter, she wanted to stop work. <laughs> yeah. She would come to me. Pastor, my bosses are uh, mistreating me. I say, you are not stopping anywhere. Let them mistreat you. So, Pastor, you don't know. When even I, I have to, uh, I say, my sister, after winter, we can talk about it. But after winter, that subject doesn't come again. When winter is coming again, Pastor, I, do, I think that this year I need to leave. I say you are not leaving. There are people that have bad habits of working. They yeah. don't want to exert themselves. They don't want to. Do you understand? Yes. You are working in a place that they are paying you well. The work has not been done. Your boss have deadline. And you have not finished your work. Instead of finishing, you are looking for overtime. <laughs> or oh, I, I will sack you. You have no even end the salary you are taking. Do, do you understand? Complete it. You see, when you are not a good worker, you want to be paid for filling the project. You can see your boss has a deadline. He's hot. Then you who is under him, he's working for you to be paid. You are looking for overtime. It doesn't work like that. You can easily not find a place in a good workplace. But when you work well, you are making sure that, look, you are meeting targets. Your boss is happy. You wouldn't even tell them that they should promote you or increase. Are you here? Yeah, they will see your value and they will increase. So this year, you will be satisfied. Poor workers are not happy at the workplace. They will say that my boss is speaking on me. It's always because you don't work well. You don't, you leave gaps. You, you do, do you understand? One work. If you are typing, there's a lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. But 
in this year of work, you are going to be very happy. Amen. And I pray for you will be employed by God and you will be employed also in life. Amen. Anyone who don't have a secular job, you don't have any work you are doing this year, God is giving you work. Amen. Before January will end, you, you will be working. Amen. Even looking for a job, you are not employed because you have not making looking for a job your work. Yeah, look at the people who have employment. I let them do application sometimes 20 different places a day. Jacob, that is your work. That is your work. Write the name of the company, the post that you applied for, and don't use one CV for all. You are a lazy person. <laughs> Change the CV for each one of them. Hey, but you have one CV, then you are sending it to 100 places. If they need accounts clerk, you, you submit the same thing. If they, they need HR rep, they need agent, the same. You can't even tweak. You can't change your CV to align with the work. Laziness. Hey. You can't work on your own CV. Or your own CV, there are mistakes on it. Ah. Then, uh, what will you do for me? You couldn't type your name. You are, you, there's a mistake. The thing that I'm looking at to employ, I don't know you. And you couldn't sell yourself. Hmm? You, are, you live in the past. You have typed some English that I don't know. Whether it's spoken in mass or something. It's over there. Hey! How many are here? I'm here, Bishop. This year, God is going to do something. Amen. It's our year of work. Amen. I say it's our year of work. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey. Hey. And the last one. Should I give you one more? Oh. Work will be my greater witness. Work will be your greater witness. John chapter 5, verse number 36. You, look, you don't need to tell us you are anointed. I am a shepherd. I am a pastor. Show us your work. Bible says, by their fruits, you will know them. By their fruits, you will know them. Let us see what you have done for God. Let us see what you are doing for God. That should speak about you. Not how much big tongues and big words you, you speak. We thank God you dress well. We thank God you have a good accent. We thank God for all the things that are looking good. But as for fruitfulness, zero. So it means you are not a good worker. Do you understand? Yeah. I was telling somebody how to study to pass exams. And she came and said, oh, pastor, the, the, the strategy you gave me was working. The exams was easy. I said, hey, I'm just looking for the results. <laughs> you come. <laughs> How many years have you told me the, the exams was okay? The exam. And even one of the years, he told me, oh, I did well, I did well. I said, I want to see the result. I did not see it for three weeks because I asked for the result. Then later, I saw the result. I said, this is the reason I was not seeing you. I said, you need to. So I took her through the same thing again. And when she finished the exam, she said, hey, this time it was good. I said, hey, I need the results. 
if it is good, I want to see it on your result. Not that you are coming to tell me. Like our brother told he was always on the borderline, 50-51, 50-51. As though there's a magic he's performing. 50-51. He's always, oh, it's a, you, you barely made it. What is the result? What is the result? Can I tell you something? If you see somebody who is prospering or doing well, it means you don't even need to understand. The person is a hard worker. Is working hard or he has worked hard. Hello? Are you here? Yeah. If you see somebody pregnant, hello? We don't know the star, but we know you have done something. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Once you, you, you are pregnant, we don't know. We don't know who. We don't know where and what and how. But we know that some activities have gone on. You cannot see a person, a pastor with a congregation, a church, a shepherd with members. If I don't need to see you doing anything. Once you have a following, you are prayerful. You are holy. Because certain things doesn't happen if you are not there. I, I, I tell the people that I don't need to come to the washroom every time. Because the traffic is a lot. So every time, I, sometimes before I come and preach, I just go there. When I go there and the place is not smelling, I know somebody is working very hard. I don't need to see. But while there is no smell, when there's a lot of people going there, somebody is working maybe every 15 minutes, every five. Do, do you understand? Yeah. But go to places, airport, and see that the eye service people, as you are entering there, you welcome to my office. The, you see, when the place is not se- smelling, somebody is working very hard. Because naturally, if nobody works, the place is going to smell. So your work is to make sure that the place doesn't smell. Do you understand? Yeah, so we don't need to see you working. But if the place is not smelling, it means you are working very hard. How many understand what I am? Yeah, don't be a man pleaser and don't offer eye service. A good leader knows the symptoms of a good worker. You don't see the person. I mean, you come to church Sunday, the place is neat and all that. Meanwhile, from Monday, there are leaves and uh, somebody is working very hard and is working in such a way that you wouldn't even see him working. Hello? Yeah? You come. Anytime you come home, food is ready. Food is ready. Somebody is working very hard. How to cook for the food to be ready. But you see, when you see poor workers, they work for you to see them. This year, don't be a man pleaser and don't offer eye service. Hallelujah. Yeah, the fruits. The fruit is what will speak for you. Hallelujah. If you're a good worker, we will see the results. Hallelujah. And there are poor workers who also equate effort to work. Effort is not work. If you are working with me, the only thing I use as a measure of work is the result. I did accounting. So I I can tell you that. Accounting measures, uses money as, what do you call it? Uh, a measure of performance or production. But when you come to cost accounting, 
account anything you produce. How much did they cost? Do they understand? So they use money as a means of production. But when you come to cost accounting, they use money as a measure of economic production. Not that you have produced this, it costs this. Whether it was worth producing what you have produced at that price. You have had one year. What have you produced? There are people, though, you have done something. What time did it take to do what you have done? That is why in cost accounting, you begin to make a decision, buy or make. That's why we begin to think about outsourcing. Should we have our own security people or we should contract them? How much is it costing us at the end of the day? If I get an outside security to look after here, my simple instruction and contract is that nothing should be stolen from here. Even if you are not here. Even if you don't come here and nothing is stolen, I will pay you. But if something is stolen from here, you, you have to pay it. Because that's your work. <laughs> I cannot pay you and still pay for the loss of an item. No. So you cannot bring security officers, oh, they, they were working. No. I, even if I don't see them, I don't mind. Once nothing is lost, you have worked. But if something is, you have to refund it. That is why I'm paying you. I'm not paying you to bring security officers. I'm paying that nothing should be lost. Wow. Nothing. <laughs> Are you here? Oh, yes. Yeah, so what is the product? What is the result? You have all these people over here and still things are getting lost. Hmm? Then what is the sense of paying the skills to build? So let's sit down. What are you, are you bringing people to guide here or you are making sure that nothing gets lost? That's what we are going to talk about. Hey. So that you don't come and just behave like you are. You pretend to be working and that people will also pretend to be paying you. That when you work, you will have the results. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. Witness. Evidence of your work is the results. If you don't have the result, you have not worked. Are you here? If you say you are looking for a job and you have not found a job, it means you have not worked hard enough. You can't say that I have been looking for a job. If you, you look for the job, you will find it. Result is the work that you have done. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. But if you are working with people who don't work well, they, they don't want, people who know how to work, they will even prefer peace rates. Hourly rates. I work, I, do you understand? But people who want to lazy about, they just want to say, give me salary. Even if I'm not there, I'm going to be paid. No. You need to have results. The evidence of your work is the result. Look at it. I have a greater witness than that of John. Hallelujah. John the Baptist had people coming. Jesus said, that I am a better worker. I have a greater witness. More people, more people are being saved. More people are being healed. More people are going to heaven. More people, more people. I have a greater witness. Many people can witness. Hallelujah. For the works which the Father has given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me that my Father has sent me. Hallelujah. 
So even whether you are called or not, we will see. How many people have you been able to help? How many people are under you? How many people have you saved? How many people are you helping? How many people are in your basenta? How many cars do you bring to church full of members? And who is in your basenta is becoming also a shepherd. You have had people with you for five years. No one has passed even a school of solid foundation. We, you have not developed anyone to become a shepherd. No pastor has come out of you. How? Even if the person was doing medicine, it will be left with one year. Six years, it will be finished. Six years, it will be finished. Five years under you, the person has not produced anything. Still, he's looking at the table of content in the Bible to find where Matthew is. Your members don't know what, what the difference between New Testament and the Old Testament. Hey. The church is quiet. Or I should come to this side. I think this. So please let us see the result. Hello? Are you here? Yeah, let us see the result. You know, your children, as I close, your children, it's not just the number of children you have. But what is the use of having, uh, 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 what do you call, eight children? None of them can read. None of them can write. Do, do you understand? Yeah, that, that, that is not the quality that we are. What is the, even if they are two, what can they do? Can they read, can they write? You may not have 30 members, but the age that you have, what is their uh, uh, pedigree? What is their status? Do, do you understand? What are their credentials? You've raised them to become giants. You have one person, but a person has become a lady pastor. You have two people. One is now uh, a pastor. The other one is doing uh, DMM. Then we know that even the two, they are quality. But now that you have 16 or 24 members, none of them can even read the Bible. None of them can find where Matthew is. Then what work are you doing? By the time Jesus finished with Peter and John, three years that he was with them, the people could preach like Jesus. People took notice that they had been with him. Hallelujah. How long have you been with the members who are with you? What has rubbed on them? What is in you? Has it come on them? Or your members are also empty? Would they even be able to stand the test of time? When something happens, would they fall or they will still stand? Hallelujah. May you have a greater witness. The number of people you have and their ability, what you have committed to them, the training you have given them, what they can do. Hallelujah. Yeah. I will prefer one commando. One. You see, sometimes you watch a war film, and you see this, uh, uh, what do you call it? No hopers. Army of, I mean, private men. Sometimes the multitude, all of them, they are going toward their... Uh, then one commando. How, how many have seen, watched Rambo before? Yeah. Yeah, Rambo. <laughs> See that one person. One person, he can fly a plane. He can ride a motor. Mm-hmm. He, can, he can sail a boat. He, he can do everything. 
He knows how to dive. He knows how to do every one person when he comes. Everybody dies, but he never dies. Hey! I don't know how they do it. But that, is, that should be the result. Greater witness. Hallelujah. Even if you have one member, that one member should be developed to become something that the world is waiting for. In the year of work, may you have greater witness. In the year of work, may you be satisfied and be happy. And in the year of work, may your life become better than those who are going to rest and sleep. Stand to your feet. And let's go. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the first Sunday. We give you all the glory for what you have done. Bow your head with me, close your eyes, and let's pray. Father, we thank you. Listen carefully. If you are here this afternoon, maybe somebody invited you or you came on your own. This is the first Sunday of 2024. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to be born again. I don't want to go to hell. I want to start my life in 2024 with Jesus. And I'll work for him. If this is what you are saying, close your eyes and lift only your right hand with me. Only your right hand. You want to be born again. Lift it high above your head and we'll pray together. Please keep it lifted. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Keep it lifted. God brought you here this afternoon, so salvation will be your portion. Stand where you are with your right hand lifted, and we'll pray together. Father, behold every hand that is lifted. Let the grace of God that brings salvation be our portion. May we not die in our sins. Help us in the name of Jesus. Okay, please, if you've lifted your hand, I need you to do one last thing. Move and come to me. Move and come. My brother, come from the back, from everywhere. You lifted your hand. Come. My sister, come. Come to me. God bless you. Come to me. God bless you. You lifted your hand. Come. What a day to be born again. The first Sunday in 2024. You will never be the same. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. God will change you. He will save you. Your life will never be the same. Come. I'm waiting for you. Come. If you are coming, move and come. Listen to me. If you are not sure, this is a good day to be born again. If you are not sure, move and come. You were once born again. God bless you. Right here. Stand right here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come. You cannot be here this morning and go to hell. No. God doesn't want anyone to go to hell. Hell was not made for me and you. So move and come. If you are not sure. Maybe you were once born again. But so many things have happened. God will restore you to life. Move and come quickly. Quickly. If you are here like that. Those in front, please lift your two hands to the Lord. And say this prayer with me. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me. And wash me. Cleanse me with your blood. From today, I believe in you. 
Jesus, you are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Jesus, I receive you into my heart as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master over my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I belong to you. From today, I am yours. I will follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for the life of your wonderful children. We pray with them and we pray for them. Let the grace of God that brings salvation be their portion. Let them, oh God, receive the benediction. Let the grace of God never lack in their lives. Let the mercy and your goodness follow them in the name of Jesus. Deliver them from their fears. Lord, tag them and heal them. Whatever the enemy has done against them, Lord, we pray for your touch and we pray for your healing. May their lives never be the same because of who you are in their lives from today. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Look at me. This decision you've taken is the best decision you've taken in your life. The decision to go to school made us able to write and to read. The decision to work will put food on our table. That this decision will take us one day to heaven and you will never regret it. Hallelujah. Okay, we have a gift, which is a book from our uh, founder, our prophet, that they are going to give you and also pray with you. So look at our sister there with the follow me. I want you to go with her. She's going to give you a gift and pray with you and you will come right back. So please let's follow the follow me. God bless you. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.